Welcome back to the Not Gonna Lie podcast presented by Student Union Sports. I'm your host, Jonathan Terry, and we have a fantastic show for you today. We have an interview with Adam Rank from NFL Network. We talk about fantasy football. We do a draft, actually, get you ready for the season and answer a couple of your questions. And then after that, we get into my picks for the uh, NBA awards. And finally, part six of the NFL Divisional Power Rankings. Let's get into it. Welcome. Like I said, I'm your host, Jonathan Terry. Uh, we have a super fun and exciting episode planned for today uh, with Adam Rank. And if you like that episode, you can find a whole lot more of Adam uh, on his Twitter page, at Adam Rank, or on Instagram, at Adam Rank NFL. Uh, and if you like this podcast, if you like my voice, you can find a lot more content on our Twitter page, at Podcast NGL, or on our Instagram, at Not Gonna Lie Podcast. Let's get into today's interview with Adam Rank. We now welcome on a very special guest. Uh, it's NFL fantasy analyst and pretty much overall football guru, Adam Rank. Yeah. Adam, thanks for coming on. Football guru, that's a real generous statement. No, but I'll take it. Thank you so much for having me. Appreciate mm-hmm. this. And we're, yeah, we're going to do a mock draft today? Yes, we are doing a mock draft today, which I am pumped about. Partly because, um, you know, we get to pick your brain a little bit and see uh, where you go. And I'm going to be writing them down for when I actually do my drafts for, for fantasy football this year. But also because anything can happen. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's, it's all just uh, reacting in the moment, which I'm pretty pumped about. But first, because we've got a couple minutes before it starts, um, we were the first two in the room. So we got to pick our spots a little bit. Was there a Did specific- we? No, they threw me. They oh, threw me at number eleven, like okay. the worst possible spot. I'm like, this eleven sucks. You you can move around. I moved around a little bit. I I stuck with eight, but I thought you I thought you had eleven for a reason. I was gonna ask why, but uh, you know what? I, well, I mean, it is cool. Like if you're not first, I would just prefer to be at the end of the draft. Although being mm-hmm. at the ends is always just kind of difficult. I found out I'm doing a best ball draft with some of the other industry guys, and I understand how pretentious it says to. <laughs> say industry guys but I had the first pick and it's just you know I'm sitting there like okay I'm gonna take this guy and I was at the turn obviously and I had an opportunity to draft JK Dobbins and best ball but I'm like nope I'm gonna wait (laughs) and Scott Fish took him that's that's it heavy hitters we had Matt Berry Scott Fish Marcus Grant yeah Marcus Grant we've had Marcus on a couple times here on the podcast so we're we, yeah, you, were, you weren't kidding. Some some industry titans, some fantasy football industry titans for sure. Yeah, um, it's the Jake Seeley Flex League that everybody is like super into. But this should be cool, man. Yeah, I'm excited. So for those of you who are really tuned in to fantasy football, we're doing – so it's 12-team uh, PPR, which I think is the most like general overall kind of um, league. So hopefully this will – we can get some insights from you here. But uh, – yeah, so if we're starting here at the beginning of, of the round, who's your guy? Like, if you're pick number one or two or three, who are you leaning for? What's the guy you want to fall to you? Or the you one know what? You I'm, take? I'm always going to go with Christian McCaffrey just because I don't want to be the person who passes on him. Because I was in a couple leagues last year where I was picking third or fourth and kept getting McCaffrey. And I'm like, what are you idiots doing? <laughs> and so I don't want to be that person this year, even though, mm. I mean, the – 
it's so hard for these players to go out and repeat the performances, especially when it's something that's as good as Christian McCaffrey was last season. And now you've got a new coach, new offensive coordinator. There's a lot of things going on. So perhaps being at the end of the draft and taking that away from me should be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, we're, we're off. We're off and rolling. I will say, though, hand up. Last year, I had the first pick in one of my leagues because I just joined it, and I took Saquon Barkley over Christian McCaffrey, which uh, turned out to be an unfortunate mistake. But um, I, was, I was in that boat for sure. Wait, am I already up in this thing? No, oh, no, no. I... Yeah, it should be. We're in pick two. McCaffrey's first oh, okay. off the board. We're, we're moving quick. As it should be. Yeah, definitely. I'm with you. Like, if the first two picks, like, that's always the worst. Like, if the first two guys don't have their picks figured out by a certain point, like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What are you doing with your life? But, of course, it was McCaffrey. It was Barkley. Ezekiel Elliott just went. This is pretty much how we figure it is going to go this yeah. it, it And it's interesting because I'm definitely of the perspective that you go running back early right? Like, I, I don't know how you exactly you feel about it, but it's like, I would, I would feel very comfortable going running back, running back, running back and filling up that spot and then go wide receiver. Cause I feel like there's guys that just pop up all over the place, but good running backs are, are really hard to come by. No, for sure. And I've always been somebody who's not a full fledged zero RB person, but I'm, I, I lean that way. I, I'm a zero RB. I lean that way. Mm-hmm. kind of a jace you know <laughs> this year feels like the year that you need to go in and make sure that you secure your running back position and I know you're drafting in front of me but I'm figuring that I'm going to go two running backs right off the top it's interesting to see who could possibly be there and you know trying some different now I anticipate I I encourage everybody we do have mock drafts available on the all-new NFL Fantasy app. As a matter of fact, if you go to my Instagram page, which is at Adam Rank NFL, there's a link there. You can download it. Go check it out. The app, there's some new features this year that are going to be super cool. I know one of them. I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it yet, but there is one feature that everybody's going to copy at mm-hmm. some point. We already, like with player stories, people are starting to copy that now. We have another feature that's going to pre- debut supposed to debut this year that if it if you know with everything that's going on if we're able to do it now you're up right no wait you're not i'm what yeah in one in one spot interesting well if you if you but it's but it's funny though to see the way the rankings are like depending Mm -hmm. on which one and you got to figure out if somebody's auto picking or not like oh there is a a running back i would draft over this player but i want to make sure that there's not auto pick on or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. okay. So I'm, I may surprise a little bit here. Um, I may not, we'll see, but with my first pick, I'm here at eight. I'm going to take Nick Chubb. Okay. Cause I what? think, I think new offensive line, I think Stefanski's going to utilize that play action, which is going to open up even more run a uh, run game for Nick Chubb, because really it felt like nobody told Freddie kitchens that he could actually use Nick Chubb a lot. And he, he still like was, that. He's, he was still second in the league in rushing. I think he's only going to get better. And I'm surprised he's ranked so low. I think he's, for me, he's, I, he should go first round every, every time, at least in my opinion. Yeah. What are, what are yeah, your thoughts people, on that Nick Chubb pick? People are blowing up the Kareem Hunt thing, but I'm with you. I think they're going to run the ball enough. And I don't believe that that's 
I don't know if I would have picked him in that spot, but I, I'm not going to argue with you doing it. And again, because, you know, some of these guys might be on auto pick. Miles mm. Sanders isn't the running back that I would go with here necessarily, but I don't want to get auto pack auto picked and lose them. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping the person behind me can take Aaron Jones or the Bengals RB1, and I don't have to worry about actually the Bengals RB1 just went right there. Oh, no! <laughs> the player I wanted was Josh Jacobs. But Josh Jacobs on this list was ranked like 30th. Mm. I'm on tilt right now. <laughs> why would this Disaster. guy pick Josh? What a, why would he pick Josh Jacobs? What a, what a dumb pick. I mean, it would have been smart because that's who I wanted. Okay, so I ended up with – so I took Miles Sanders. I should have just taken Josh Jacobs. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Redo, whatever. I'm going to take – well, okay. The running backs I could have gone with, I'm going to take Devontae Adams with my first pick in the second round. I could have gone with another running back, and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire went the pick before me. Kenyon Drake went right after you. Those were two guys, and with Josh Jacobs gone, I'm like, okay, I'm out of the running backs who I really want. I like Devontae Adams this year, and I really do believe that they're going to end up throwing the ball an awful lot with the Green Bay Packers, so I feel pretty comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right. So, again, this is one of those things where you got to be like the amoeba, and you just got to be able to, to move around. When things don't quite go your way, and you're thinking, hey, I'm going to go and I'm going to get Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs. I should have seen – if I would have just done – well, no, because I don't know who this kid would have picked. He might have picked because he picked Bengals RB1. So maybe if I would have been 12, he would have taken the Bengals RB1. Or he could have taken Miles Sanders. Who knows? Mm. If I'm at the turn, the two guys that I want are Miles Sanders and Josh Jacobs. I think that's mm-hmm. a league winner. I think that's a league winning combination right there. Yeah, and and I told you – that I really want to go running back, running back, running back. But it feels like everybody is in that same mindset. And it's like you said, you have to be flexible. So in this PPR league, I think I'm going to go Chris Godwin. I think he's going to play. He's going to be Tom Brady's Julian Edelman in Tampa Bay. And I mean, I've, I've heard, you know, there's a chance he goes, clears a hundred receptions easy. Uh, And especially in a PPR league, I think that's huge. So I, I, I wanted to go running back, but, I don't know how, how that Aaron Jones situation is going to work out. And I think, I think Chris Godwin's really going to pick it up. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I love Chris Godwin this year. I have my top five are Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin third, followed by Tyreek and Julio. And now we see a lot of the wide receivers going off the board. Austin Eckler just went off the board. Austin Eckler is somebody who's so polarizing to me because I love him on social media and I love that he was taking shots at people like the fantasy football counselor <laughs> and things. So you're like, Oh, and he, he does the guitar thing like Bobby fish. So I really want, I, I want to have him. Like I want to believe in him, but I don't like the situation with the LA chargers because Everybody wants us to believe, like, oh, like, don't sleep on Tyrod Taylor. Like, I would really love to believe in Tyrod Taylor. But when the, when the Chargers had the six overall pick in the draft, they, they took a quarterback. They didn't, yeah. they didn't believe – they didn't take a – they could have used a lineman. They could have taken one of the receivers. They could have traded down. They could have done a number of different things. They took a quarterback. 
which leads me to believe they don't believe in Tyrod Taylor. So why yeah. should I believe in Tyrod Taylor? Exactly. Don't, don't make me believe in them when you're not doing the same thing. So for that reason, I'm kind of off Austin Eckler. And I see, you know, if we can just go through here a little bit, Patrick Mahomes just went off the board in the second round. This is one of the things, too, that's always so interesting. Everybody who's a fantasy expert or whatever will always tell you, like, oh, don't take a quarterback. Like, don't draft a quarterback early. But in your home leagues, people are taking quarterbacks early. Like, that's, mm. that is going to happen. And it's fun to see it happen. Already, Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes have been drafted. I'm sitting here. I know there's an auto pick in front of me. Mm-hmm. And did Kittle just go, damn it. Yeah, this is just a bad spot where I'm just going to hang it. Oh, my God. I'm going to end up with Leonard Fournette again. I yeah, keep see, getting Leonard Fournette all over the place. I'm stuck in a situation here because it's like I want to go running back. but Oh, you're Fournette, right. Oh, okay. Gurley, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, Melvin Gordon, none of those guys feel good to me. Um, Why wouldn't – but you got Juju. Yeah, I'm, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking receiver, and I think I'm going to go Amari Cooper. I had him last year. He was, he was, he won me a couple games on his own. And I'm of the belief, like, I'm very hesitant to go all in on Big Ben coming back from that injury. Like, I think it's going to be very difficult, especially the reports we've been hearing. Uh, and it could be all good, but I think it's, it's too much of a risk at this point, in, in my opinion. Yeah. No, I got you. Like, don't worry. Good, good, good. Oh, my God. I'm trying to, I'm trying to prove myself to you. Make it, make it make sense. See what sticks. <laughs> Dude, I can't believe every time, like I'm, I'm married to Leonard Fournette this year. <laughs> Again, he had 76 receptions last year. That was more than Larry Fitzgerald. That was more than Odell Beckham Jr. And obviously Jay Gruden is coming in. Chris Thompson will be there for the four games that he's healthy. <laughs> I don't think that you can expect Leonard Fournette to catch 75 passes this season, but if he can improve upon his three rushing touchdowns, which I hope he can, then I feel pretty good about this. So mm. I'm very, very comfortable. I swear to God, if I got sniped again, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> no, so we're good. So my team right now, I have Miles Sanders and Leonard Fournette. I feel comfortable. I actually really like that. I like Devontae Adams being my number one receiver. I believe that he is one of the more reliable guys, which gives me a little flexibility here to do something reckless and dangerous, and I know you hear a lot of fantasy people saying this, I'm going to take Calvin Ridley. Okay. Again, this is one of those situations where people are projecting him to be this year's Chris Godwin. And if you look at the numbers, without Austin Hooper in the lineup last year, Calvin Ridley was one of the best, and I expect him even with, and I know everybody loves Hayden Hurst, but I expect Calvin Ridley to be one of the top receivers this season. This is going mm. to be his breakout year. So I'm in. By the way, is this going to be a video thing that we're putting out there? Or is yeah, this just so I'm, yeah, I'll have some, some clips from it. So the, the, it'll just be audio itself, um, but I'll post some clips on, on social media. So we'll, we'll get to see your, your um, freak out at first when you lost Miles Sanders. All right. Sure. Am, I, that, am I Pizza Planet shirt? Yeah, um, abs- yeah, can, yeah, can you pull it up a little bit? I just see pizza, but we need the – there we go. There we go. Perfect. That's good, good branding. Oh, good, good. Uh, so my this pick- boy loves Toy Story. <laughs> nice. That is that's good. I always rock this. Embracing yeah, I rock it. it from. And oh. then I have I have an Olaf shirt for my. Oh, are you up? Sorry, I'm. No, no, no. You're good. Uh, I so I think I'm gonna go Le'Veon Bell here. I'm hoping 
they can use utilize him a little bit more out of the pass game. I'm hesitant. I wouldn't have taken him uh, in, in the second or third round, but I think fourth, I feel good. And I need a running back. Um, and given the options, I don't really like what's, what's on the board here, but uh, I yeah. don't hate Melvin Gordon in that spot either. I know I'm that just, he's, he's in a situation where he's going to split time with Phil mm-hmm. Lindsay, but he's been an effective running back splitting time with Austin Eckler over the last couple of years. And you know, there's going to be at least two games where he's a monster. So yeah. Yeah, that's true. It could it, it could have gone either way, but I was like, you know what? No, I, I'm I'm banking on a, a comeback from Le'Veon Bell. But um, yeah, so far, not a ton of surprises. I will say Terry McLaurin. Um, I was I wasn't expecting. I thought they were going to take Le'Veon Bell right in front of me. Oh, um, dog. But yeah, everything seems to be really going according to plan. No, absolutely crazy, crazy moves. No, Two there's a crazy that Josh Jacobs pick like this. <laughs> We are using, and this is the same with the NFL, the NFL rankings, the, although I think I've been switching it around. Actually, it's so funny. I'm going to pull back the curtain a little bit is we do. I mean, Marcus Grant and I do have influence on where these guys could be on your draft board if you're doing Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And so I'm always hesitant. When I see Josh Jacobs, I'm like, should I put him down at like number 40 so he doesn't get auto? You know, like you could do the unscrupulous thing, but I always put him well higher in the rankings. And I know that's Mm going to end up ruining me in a lot of drafts. And I'm okay with it because I want people to be taking good players. And son of a gun, I'm just missing the guys because I wanted to take DK Metcalf for my Mm. flex. And now yeah, this it's is like, a, am I going to do something super crazy? What am I? Hmm. Man, and now you're see, right. I'm not, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not really sure where I want to go. Um, okay. Do you have a tight end? I don't have a tight end yet, so I'm tempted to go tight end. Mark um, Andrews. I am. I'm close. Hmm. Wait, don't. Oh, I got to go for it. No, I think. On. I think it's going to work. I'm going to take Ronald Jones as my flex. Oh my heavens! Because Keyshawn Vaughn opted out of the season. They signed Lashawn McCoy, but yeah, he's gonna. Wor- I think he's gonna work his way out of the lineup, and it's gonna be Rojo's team. They must um, have known that Keyshawn was opting out, right? I think so. That's why they did that. By the way, like I shouldn't get into this, but like the stipend, they're like, "Hey, these guys get a stipend." You're like, "Cool, I would take the stipend." They're like, "Oh, but you have to pay the money back." You're like, "That's not a stipend. <laughs> that's, that's not, a loan. That's not <laughs> like the stipend." Like get like if the NFL had come out and been like, we'll pay your full salary with insurance and you don't have to work, I'd be like, deuces. Yeah. But oh, am I gonna go? What what am I am I gonna take the tight end here? Am I gonna go with Mark? You know what? I don't want to have to stream tight ends. And if I can sit here and have because I can come back and get my flex spot. I'm gonna take Mark Andrews. Okay. I could I, like I that. could return and take my flex spot after this, but there's Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green. I wasn't really enthralled with Michael Gallup. Yeah. And I knew, you know, the, the player behind me wasn't going to take Waller and Mark Andrews. But I, yeah. I instinctively took Mark Andrews because I'm so used to having Josh Jacobs that I didn't mm. want to double up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I don't, <laughs> I don't have him on this team. But I will tell you, I'm going to take my first crazy stab here. And okay. as long as Bodnar – does, oh my God! He took Hollywood Brown. Oh my God! 
This is unbelievable. This is not, this is not your draft at all. That is this so is so funny. crazy because he's so <laughs> he was so far down the board. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna just say Hollywood Brown and not one. I don't. I'm on tilt again. I'm gonna end up with Marvin Jones. Son of a. Hold on. Just hold on. Let me go through. No, I'm gonna do this stupid thing. I'm doing it. I don't care. Whatever. Because I'll never get him. I'm gonna take Will Fuller as my flex okay. option. I don't listen. Best ball. This is the easiest decision. I wouldn't even think about it. Mm, man, I was hoping Darren Waller would fall. In a st- oh, Waller went right after me. Two, so. mm. But I like yeah. Will Fuller this year, and I understand. And you can make your jokes like, what, for the four games he's going to play? Which I probably made that joke earlier. I, I, was gearing up, I was gearing up to say it before you did. Took the words right was, out of my mouth. I, I, listen, <laughs> I don't care. Who did I say it for? Whomever it was. Who was the guy? Who? Whatever. But that is the thing. It's like, oh, I'm so mad. So my team, can I go over my – oh, Terry, you're on the – Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm about to I'm, – I'm, mm. So okay, sorry, we're going to Akers. I'm going to say K-Makers. I don't want to go tight end. It's too soon. I'm going to bank on – because it's him or Daryl Henderson, one of the two, and I'm just going to – Go Cam Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you yeah, go ahead, and go, go ahead and go through your team. We've got some time. No, no, now. no. No, I was going to say – first of all, I'm sorry that I'm yelling when it's your turn to pick. But honestly, once Mark Andrews and Darren Waller are gone, there's no reason to draft a tight end at this spot. You're, mm-hmm. you're waiting for Blake Jarwin or Evan Ingram or somebody right now. Yeah, it's so interesting though because my team is Miles Sanders, Leonard Fournette, Devonte Adams, Calvin Ridley, Mark Andrews, Will Fuller. It could easily be Sanders, Jacobs, Adams, DK Metcalf. I'm like, oh, I was so close. <laughs> Hollywood Brown in my flex, and then I don't know yeah. if I'm going to want to go running back next time because at some point, and I know you're in front of me, and if you want to steal this, I don't. No, care. no, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to work through it right now because do I kind of want to go. Is it too do- soon for a tight end? Because I've got, I mean, I've got Gronk, yeah. Hunter Henry, Noah Fant has some potential there. Um, Tyler Higby. Yeah. Higby scares me because I know everybody's doing the on pace thing. But Gerald Everett is back. So I'm a little bit worried about that. I can't wait for somebody to get auto picked Keyshawn Vaughn. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm going to go Hunter Henry just because I don't want to double up because I've got Gronk and Godwin. Um, but it, is it too soon? Let me look at the wide receivers. What do we have? Who's By that? the way, I'm going to take – I'm going to plan on taking J.K. Dobbins. Okay. And I know he's going to get snaked. <laughs> okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go for Hunter Henry. Maybe too soon, but I think that's – he's the same guy. If he can stay healthy, I think he'll – he's a solid, solid piece. But hmm. – No, you're I'm good. Getting, that was a good pick. Get, I'm, getting, I'm getting stuck here at the end. I was, I was hoping Darren Waller would fall, and then it just messed up the whole – the whole routine yeah somebody's gonna get Keyshawn Vaughn here in the, in the next little bit I feel bad that re- oh Evan Ingram went off the board I love Evan Ingram the first year that Jason Garrett was the offensive coordinator for the Dallas Cowboys Romo had 4,200 yards 36 touchdowns Jason Witten had one of the best years of his career I don't mind rolling the dice with Evan Ingram I know that we didn't get him but mm-hmm. Just for anybody listening. So I'm going to start doing my crazy stuff. This is the rank craziness where people are like, what are you doing, bro? (laughs) I'm going to go J.K. Dobbins. Okay. I feel like he could be the Alvin Kamara of this Ravens team in that Mm -hmm. 
remember when Alvin Kamara joined the Saints and they already had Mark Ingram, they had Adrian Peterson, and the talent of Kamara just won out. And I feel that J.K. Dobbins could be that kind of player. So yeah. I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a chance here. So I actually I'm gonna take a chance on two guys. I hope you're not Except, saying who you think I'm gonna say. I really hope you're not. No, 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 I'm not. Because I'm gonna take Tevin Coleman. Okay. Yeah, that's not because when I Tevin Coleman, when Tevin Coleman is healthy and ready to go, man, this guy is a pretty great talent. And you think back to when Kyle Shanahan was on the Falcons staff. Mm-hmm. these were the guys that drafted Tevin Coleman. And anytime there is a free agent, these coaches always look back at their pre-draft rankings. Mm-hmm. Like, what do we think about him? It's one of the things that coaches do, whether you think it's right or wrong, and you're on the clock again, and I'm going. No, 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 it's all good. Your year. It's all good. I, I am ready uh, to, to make my next pick, and I'm going with another rookie running back. I'm going to take Zach Moss. Love so it. I'm a I'm a Pac-12 guy. I'm Washington State fan. 100%. I live up here, um, and so I've been able to watch a lot of Zach Moss. And I just I love the way he runs. And the thing is, the Bills had Devin Singletary last year, and they still kept going to Frank Gore. And that Zach Moss is going to be this year's Frank Gore, and I I feel like they're going to go to him with the same volume, but he's going to give you more production. So. I like that. I'm excited about it. I love it. No, and they have the same – they've invested the same amount of draft capital Mm. in Zach Moss that they did with Devin Singletary. So it's not going to be a situation where they're like, hey, we put, you know, this pick on this guy, so we got to make sure that we use him. I'm not going to be super upset that Deontay Johnson just went off the board because (laughs) I feel there was no way he was getting back to me, but I love Mm. that pick. I do love that pick, whoever that, whoever this person was. Well done. Well done, you. So I've Bill got... Lindsay in the eighth is, is a good... Great value. That's a good bargain, too. Sorry, I probably should have done that instead of Tevin Coleman, but I was starting to swing for the fences. It's probably a little bit too early to start looking at, well, where's the league winner guy? And mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay is going to be solid. The one thing I like about Tevin Coleman, and I'm not saying that this is going to be the case, but he could usurp every running back in that room, and he does have the potential, kind of like Raheem Mostert did last year, where he just took over. And at the end of the year, you look at all these teams, like who are the players on all these winning teams? I think Tevin Coleman has that kind of ability. So when I'm drafting my backups, I'm okay with it, although I've taken two risky backups already. (laughs) Probably should have been, I probably should have, I should have split it, should have taken Philip Lindsay, the safe choice, and then figured out if I wanted Dobbins or Coleman. But you know what? I want YOLO. <laughs> That's good. I don't even care. So I am, hmm, I'm in a situation here where I could go wide receiver, but I don't really like any of these options on the board. But is it enough to, to do um, maybe a, 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 another tight end in case Hunter Henry goes down? Because there are a couple guys I like here. Um, luckily I've got 25 seconds to think about it, but I like Robbie Anderson and John Brown. They're kind of cut from the same cloth. They're going to be your big, your big guys, but they'll give you games of two points. Um, yeah, man. And I think, I think Adam Troutman's going to take targets away from Jared cook. So I think for that reason, I'm going to take Noah Fant. Love maybe it. early for a second tight end, but I think this, this is definitely the year to do that mm. with, 
the uncertainty with players who are going to be opting out or, you know, what could happen this season. I believe that this is, this is the year where you probably should have two tight ends and make sure that you are insulated that way. And I'm looking at, you know, I have an opportunity to go with Darius Slayton. I was just talking about the effect that Jason Garrett will have on this team, but I do see Justin Jefferson on there too. I don't really like the rookies this year because they didn't get a full training camp. So I'm going to go with Darius Slayton. Just give a little upside with the Giants. I'm pretty good at my wide receiver position, but, you know, I could have gone Mecole Hardman. I think Jerry Judy's an interesting one. Curtis Samuel has some ability. He's somebody I'm looking at coming back. But I do believe that when it's up to me, unless Bodnar, Bodnar's me again, Justin Jefferson is somebody who is a good route runner. Mm -hmm. He played in a pro offense. So I believe that even with the, with the lack of training camp, he could come in and be a starter with this team. Do I want to take a quarterback though? No. Matt Ryan went off the board. Let me just make sure that before these clowns start doubling up on quarterbacks, our quarterbacks left are Wentz, Breeze, damn fine. Rodgers, yeah, we're good. Yeah, there's some... We don't need to reach for a quarterback. Although John Brown's here. John Brown, but he's had health issues over the course of his career. We had in Keel Harry, Curtis Samuel. Oh, you know what? I'm going to go Curtis Samuel. Okay. Boom. So I like it. For some reason. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, please. Uh, so for some reason, I am just avoiding taking a receiver because I'm looking at this running backs list uh, and I'm a Colts fan. So I'll, I'll say that up front to you. And I really think Marlon Mack's going to have a key role in the offense. Um, and I hate going three running backs because that'll give me six, but it might be, it might be too much to pass up because I don't want to double up with Jerry Judy. You know what? No, I'm, I'm going to take Robbie Anderson. I need another wide receiver. I, I want, I want Marlon Mack, but I need, yeah, I need another wide receiver. I need some depth there before they're all, before they're all gone. All right. Darn. Yeah. Just a look inside my brain. It's, it's just easier for me to, to pick Colts players in fantasy. Cause it's on Sunday. I can, I can root and my, my allegiances align a little bit better. Hey man, don't, you don't have to apologize <laughs> for taking the players that you want to take. But no, I got to be smart. I got to take the emotion out of it a little bit. And, and... Eh, whatever. <laughs> okay, we've had a run on quarterbacks. Breeze gone, Stafford gone. I got to figure out how many, how many of these teams. Is anybody going to double up on quarterbacks? That's what. In their second quarterback. I'm in a home league. This is a. This is a. I know we're going to go through a couple auto picks. All right. It's going to be your spot here. Okay. Oh yeah. We're, I guess everybody's leaving now. We're just rolling through them really quick. Cause now you get into the, the people that these guys have never heard of. Mm -hmm. And they're, so they're like, like yeah. up, fool. In, in a PPR, I like Hunter Renfro. Oh, you son of a no. Come on. <laughs> I, I got to do it. Especially now, Renfro. that reaction sealed it. You should, you should, you gave it away. Now Mother. that I know you want him, I gotta take, I gotta take him, especially in a PPR league for sure. 
Mm. All right. Well, I don't like doing this because I don't have them, but you know, I want to steal somebody's handcuff. Do I want to steal somebody's Tony Pollard? Just to be a jerk. Actually, the guy should take. You know what? Who I'm going to take? I'm going to take Alexander Madison. Assuming he's still there. What's up with everybody? There we go. I see. Oh, jeez. Yeah, I'm going to gonna... take Alexander Madison. I, mean, I was going to check if Bodner had um, Ezekiel I mean, Elliott. <laughs> there you go. I mean, like, him. look. You've got a guy who has some injury concerns in a season where it could be a little bit goofy. All right, our quarterbacks left are Aaron Rodgers, Cam Newton, Baker Mayfield. I could end up with any three of those guys and actually be okay. How many bench spots do we have? He's filled all over. We got two more bench spots. Oh, geez. Fine. I'll take Aaron Rodgers just to double up and have the stack with Devontae Adams right there and feel like mm -hmm. I could get some pretty good games from those two guys. So I'm all right with that. There's a quarterback I'm waiting on. So I'm not going to – I don't think I'm going to go quarterback yet. I, I'm tempted to. Do you not have a quarterback? I don't have a quarterback yet. I don't think you need one. I'm, so I'm of know. the opinion it's, – it's normally my second to last pick. Is, that's that's kind of where I lean there. Um, but – if you could guarantee me that nobody's drafting a second quarterback, I wouldn't do it. But at that point, you're like, I want to make – I wouldn't be upset with Cam or Baker, but I'm like, I might as well just take Rodgers for the, the thing. Taking a chance on a rookie. My, my rookie, Michael Pittman. Mike Pittman Jr. I, I like him. Another, another Pac-12 guy. So he is – he's a guy I'm excited about too. Um, so it'll be easier to root for him now, but – there we go. Now I can feel a little bit better. Maybe I'll get one more running back as for my last bench spot, and I'll call it good, depending on who's left. Yeah, I got you. Hmm. Yeah, I'll go through mine while we wait here. I can go through who I've got. So I've got Nick Chubb, Le'Veon Bell, Godwin, Cooper, Hunter Henry, Ronald Jones, Cam Akers, Zach Moss, Noah Fant, Robbie Anderson, Hunter Renfro, and... Michael Pittman Jr. Feel good about that mix of mix of safe and and boomer bust. Now you got a nice little mix there. Yeah, I'm gonna throw so this we'll, up on on Instagram, uh, and we'll we'll put them side by side, and we'll oh jeez, we'll we'll let the the court of public I, opinion settle it. People get ro I get roasted all the time. and we see this as people bounce out of these drafts and don't want to be around is that they, they don't understand. They're like, Oh, that team sucks. And it's like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry that I, my two starting running backs aren't Zeke and CMC. Like I want to put up a mock draft where I'm like, here's who I got. CMC, Zeke, Julio, Devonte Adams, Tyree kills my flex. I got Kittle. you like, would that be, would that be the team that you guys would be like, Oh, this team sucks. Yeah, they'd I'd be like they'd be team. like not real, not real. Yeah, that's. I guess they could go not real, but I still feel like somebody's like that team's not that great. Okay, so I'm gonna go here in this situation. A guy that I'm still a big believer in, and this may be this is swinging for the fences. I I stuck. I held on to him all last year. 
Um, DJ Chark blew up big time. Uh, but I think DD Westbrook is, there's just something about him. I, I don't know what it is. Uh, so it's I'm, my last bench spot. I got to take, I'm going to go DD Westbrook. You do you. I got to check. Okay. I had two bench spots left. I'll just take Damian Harris. Sonny Michelle still battling through some injury concerns. They don't have a fullback because they brought mm. in Vital from the Green Bay Packers, and he opted out for this year. So even with those going against them, I still like the RPO option that they have with Cam Newton. So I'm cool with that. So I took Damian Harris as some an upside, and I'm going to take my guy, Blake Jarwin. What up? Blake Jarwin season. The Cowboys, with the defection of Jason Witten and Randall Cobb, have 177 targets left for people to go out and 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 fight amongst themselves. I don't believe that CeeDee Lamb's going to get all of those. So I'll take Blake Jarwin. Okay, I like it. I like it. So I'm, I'm stuck here with – I got kicker, defense, quarterback, depending on how I'm feeling – and I'm gonna I'm gonna go for a quarterback. No, oh, he's still there. Okay, good. Uh, love the offense. I think they're gonna be explosive. He's gonna take a big leap in his second year. I'm gonna go Drew Locke as my starter. Oh my! Do we have to pick kickers and defenses? Oh, yes, we do. You've yeah. got to be kidding me! <laughs> what a joke! Not a what fan. A joke. Not a fan. You know, in your real drafts, if you have some time, especially with what is happening in the world right now, I would say that you take players instead of a kicker in defense mm. right before week one kicks off. That is when you can go for your kicker in defense, drop two additional spots. Maybe you have some guys show up on a reserve list or something like that. So I don't know. I would rather do that personally, mm. but Be that's flexible just, with it. I just want to have the options. Mm. Somebody's going to take that Bears defense. All right. That's not a shock. Then Sewell. Congratulations to Sewell for hanging with us. We really appreciate you. <laughs> Real one. I yeah. think maybe the only, the only one left in here. No, the dude who picked first. Oh, he's still. The, okay. I should say he or she. We don't know. Yeah. No, some young lady could be in here mock drafting. Getting ready for the season. Yeah, man. This is this is what everybody should be doing. If you have an opportunity for trying to, you know, if you have some downtime, anything like that, do a mock draft. Mm. Download the all-new NFL Fantasy app. There it is. Find the link on my Instagram at Adam Rank NFL. As a matter of fact, oh wait, this is the show isn't live, so it's not gonna do anybody any good to be like, let's do an auction tonight. <laughs> I might during AEW. I might throw out an auction draft. Well, I'm just crazy. We'll, you never know. You never know. Actually, All right. I might actually just do a league. Like, who wants to be in a league? Because right you got me right here. I'm ready. This out. When I throw it out, I will let you know. But okay. one of the things that we're working on is part of the app where you can pay 99 cents a month and the NFL.com or the NFL fantasy app will make sure that you never start a person on a bye week or a person who's inactive. They will make the switches for you. Interesting. Our development team started talking about this and I'm like, dude, I want to be a part of this. 
I like that. I'm going to take Matt. Not so much as if I have somebody, you know, I'm playing against for it, but for more for myself. Um, Oh, by the way, I took, I took chargers defense. Um, I love the chargers defense. I think they're going to get their, their points. They're points heavy for sure. Yeah, I think so as well. Oh, am I on the clock? I'm so sorry. (laughs) No worries. I'm taking the Vikings. I'm going to take the Seahawks. What up? Jamal Adams. I like that. I like that. Okay. I got one, one last, one last pick. Um, and I think I'm just going to pick the the kicker whose team is going to score a lot of points. And I think that's going to be the 49ers. So I'm taking Robbie gold and I'm, and I'm that's done. A good one. Finished it off. I took Matt gay because of that same reason. I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. the Buccaneers yeah. should be scoring a bunch of points. You'd figure like he's going to score four points every game. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, look like a field yeah, goal. You get a little bit, at least a couple, a couple touchdowns, an extra point or two. Um, so Gosh, at, at least so much though. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that that does it. I I'll, I'll put it all together here. People are still drafting, um, but I'll put it all together, post it on Instagram. We'll let them compare. Um, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Um, it's been, it's been a lot of fun talking with you. I will say yeah. though, wait, are we before, done? Is this, a, is this the end? I think, I think we're done, but I do have one question okay. for you. I was going to say, if you have is, any questions, like fire. Okay. Away. Yeah. Yeah. We, we can Take do a this. moment. So, like it's okay. Okay. Here we go. Uh, first big question is you are notorious. And I think that's the right adjective for doing your game by game uh, picks for all these teams. Um, and I say notorious because it somehow finds its way onto freezing cold oh. takes or. I know. Or, I know exactly what you're talking about. And what happened was, is last season, I predicted that the Cincinnati Bengals would lose their first 11 games win their first game of the season against the Jets, which is exactly what happened. And that's what everybody talks about, right? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm known Big for. Time. Is that is that what you meant? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 that's not what you meant. What does? Oh, you want to talk about the 49ers pick? Which, no, no, look, I'm not here to roast you because, because I'm... Please do. Like, I just, listen, I got it wrong. Like, when people are, mm-hmm. like, upset, I'm like, yes, that was a terrible pick. Like, I was completely wrong. Like, what do no, you want no. to but see, yeah, that's not no, because that's like that's low hanging fruit. I'm not gonna do that, um, but because I I have my own that I'm actually unveiling. So I've done I did eight weeks of my power rankings, and I like did a I did a promotion on Instagram, so you know more people would see it. And I have yeah. like fifty comments, and it's like these are these are awful. You know these are so bad. Why would you do this? And then one that's like nice list. And that's it <laughs> out of yeah. all the good ones. So it's like, I'm, I'm with you and I'm, and I'm doing the, the team predictions as a part of it too. But did you, before you did it, this is, this is where my question was getting at. Before you did it, did you know, like, man, some of these are going to be really wrong and I'm going to get roasted pretty hard. I thought that I would go one, I thought I'd go 256 for 256. I thought I would nail every single one of them. There, you know, there is a degree of difficulty in doing things like this, first of all, you're predicting games, which week to week, when you're sitting there and you're trying to predict games, just the week of is difficult. Mm-hmm. When you're in June and you're doing this and, you know, you don't know, like Ben Roethlisberger was injured for yeah. most of the season. Like mm-hmm. I didn't, you know, if I was just like, oh, well, I think that Ben Roethlisberger gets hurt here. And then I move here and I move here. You know, it's just one of those things. And that's the way the circumstance happens. And so what you want to be is when you're wrong is that you hope you have a good reason. Mm -hmm. And when I looked at the 49ers, I 
put out some reasons. I said, listen, Jimmy Garoppolo had not started a lot of NFL games. Mm-hmm. Nick Bosa didn't play his last year of college football. Like, you don't like their offensive line was a problem. Richard Sherman looked like he would, was not going to ever rebound to be the Richard Sherman that we all knew and loved in Seattle. So I had a lot of questions with that team. Obviously, very wrong. Okay. And you can kind of do that. The one that really sticks with me the most, like the 49, like it's easy, like, okay, and the 49er fans were cool about it at some point. Mm. They're like, ah, right, like you were way wrong. It's the thing. The thing was, the Titans are the ones, because first of all, I know that if you follow Big Cat or anybody, he, was, he always says, and this is his words, the Titans fans are the worst fans in football. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. I, I get a lot of I get a lot of evidence of that. I don't, I'm not making that statement, but I'm like, I understand where he's coming from because Titan fans were upset. I'm like, I don't think your team's going to be very good. They're like, you're an idiot. You don't know what you're talking about. You know, par for the course. It's fine. And then they started off two and four because of the reasons that I said, you know, like your quarterback's probably not going to play very well. We don't know what Arthur Smith is about. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, you were right. So there was a couple of knuckleheads who were like, no, dude, like we're – whatever. Obviously, Ryan Tannehill came in and played very well. Mm-hmm. There was a tremendous run for them. Congratulations to you. The fans of that team are acting – I'm like, bro, you guys won nine games. You weren't that – you snuck into the playoffs, partly because Ben Roethlisberger was injured mm-hmm. last year. Otherwise, the Steelers would have beat you. You would never – whatever. And you – listen, you, you won a couple of playoff games. Yes, you were, you were that year's – you were last year's Jacksonville, Jacksonville Jaguars of 2017. I thought that when I broke it down, and I can't sit there – like, I would have been a lunatic to be like, okay, well then, Marcus Mariota gets benched here. Ryan Tannehill turns into Steve Young. And then all of a sudden they win and they miracle their way into the playoffs and they catch the Ravens napping and they beat the Patriots because Tom Brady, like whatever. Yeah. Like that would have been lunacy. Mm. And so now I, again, I picked them to be eight and eight this year, which I feel is they're like, how can you do that? I'm like, you won nine games last year mm-hmm. when everything went your way. Yeah. And you had a miracle win over the chiefs when Patrick Mahomes had just returned from his injury. I don't want to sit here, but like, that's the one where you're like, I understand. Like when you look at it record wise, like obviously they won more than three games. I can see that. Yeah. But they were on that course of being a bottom of the barrel team. Oh, mm-hmm. and also when I made those picks too, like Andrew Luck had not retired. And even then like Jacoby Brissett was playing pretty well. Yeah. Before, uh, oh yeah. Before Big he got time. injured, he hurt his knee and, mm-hmm. Things happen. So it is, and, and you know this, like it's tough when you're going out and you're picking every game. Because if you ever watched like Total Access, when they do it, they'll have like David Carr pick the AFC West and James Jones is picking the NFC North. And they, they don't sync up. It's not like, well, David picked the Packers to lose this game. So you can't have the Packers. They, they pick them all. So they, it doesn't have to even out. Yeah. With what we're doing, we even out. And you're like, look, the NFL will have teams that finish three and 13. I'm mm-hmm. giving a guess of who this could be. So, yeah. And I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll email this over to you um, when you're, when we finish here, but I have like an Excel spreadsheet um, and I've done it. So it's like, 
a win is one point, a loss is minus one point, and I add up the total to make sure that I didn't miss something. Um, so yeah. it's a very highly technical process that I'm running here uh, to oh, make can, sure. There's, a, there's, a, there's an app for that. Oh, really? Is there you actually? Can just, you can plug them all in to make sure that you don't do that. Yeah, we found it last year. We yeah, should no. give them love because it is the coolest app ever. And mm -hmm. it was up immediately right after the, 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 the schedule was released. So Man, that's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So before we let you go here, just a couple fantasy questions okay. um, that I'm going to, I'm going to hit, hit with you here. And um, these are a couple that were sent in on Twitter. Um, and then there's a couple others that, that uh, I've had sent in too. So, um, so we had this question about Kenyon Drake. So what can we realistically expect for him and who is a good handcuff option for him on the Cardinals? Yeah. Who do they get? They got, you know, they got Chase. Chase is still there. Mm -hmm. And Eno they Benjamin. Got, and Eno Benjamin from Arizona State. So I feel like, I don't know, I think Chase will end up getting some run if something should happen. But I do believe that Kenyon Drake is a pretty great option. I would take him at the end of the first round. I think where we saw him fall in this draft was pretty, pretty fair. If he would have been available when I was picking Miles Sanders, I would have taken Kenyon Drake. Mm -hmm. So definitely a first round running back for me he could fall to the end of the first round early in the second round if some of the players like Devonte adams get drafted ahead of him but I, th I would feel pretty comfortable with him and i would take chase edmonds for sure okay There's and then handcuff. yeah and, and derrick henry now no more jack conklin uh you know more tread on the tires he's he's a workhorse running back what can we expect what's a realistic expectation for what we get out of derrick henry this year Man, I am so torn about Derrick Henry because part of me wants to avoid the situation altogether if I can. Like, I hope he gets drafted in front of me so I don't have to make that decision because typically when you look back through the history of the NFL, you would see these running backs hit a wall if they had over 370 touches or anything like that. And mm -hmm. over the last two seasons, Derrick Henry has touched the ball quite a bit. The thing is, is this guy is so big that it might not matter, you know, mm -hmm. like you mm -hmm. look at him, like I've seen him in the halls of the NFL network. And if you don't, if you can't see him, like if you can't see his face, you're like, what lineman is walking through the building here? You're like, Oh, it's Derrick Henry. <laughs> it's crazy. Like he is such a massive human being that if there is a player who I believe could buck the trend of these running backs who are overworked, it would be him. And it would be mm. a, a throwback to guys like, you know, Emmett and Walter Payton and players like that. Like, that's how far back you have to go to find these kind of players. But, you know, with the lack of, you know, contact and mini camps and all that stuff, like he could be fresh as a daisy. He's not going to have mm. to worry about, it. not that he played many preseason games, if any, but I would, if I had to make a pick, I would say that he could probably, sustain it but i'm really worried about the titans i don't think they're as good and i know their fans have jaded me and that's another reason why although i almost want to pick them just to spite them mm. just because if, if the titans are good and derrick henry's awesome i can be like whatever i got him in fantasy fools yeah but then but it's then bottom it's, line if if they're if you're you're wrong then it's like sure you're wrong whatever but it's their team that they have to live with yeah. so it's almost yeah like i don't care whatever i picked up I picked up Damian Harris off the wire. So what do I care? I won yeah. my league. <laughs> well, Adam, this has been a lot of fun. I really yeah. appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I learned a lot. Hopefully 
uh, the, the listeners will, will put some of that into practice and uh, we'll have to get you on here in the future sometime soon. That would be great. Yeah. Thanks for allowing me the opportunity. I think this is the best way to do this too. Mm -hmm. uh, Cause you know, you guys saw me freak out when the guys uh, got snaked in front of me, but always, you know what, always be like the amoeba, be ready to just kind of go the way the, the draft took us. And, you know, I, and I will say that again, you know, if I didn't make the point while it was happening in the moment of normally I would have, I wanted to go running back, running back off the top, but Devonte Adams, who is my number two receiver, Available in the second round. I'll take that all day. So hopefully you guys can decide on Instagram who got the better draft. I think you did really well. I, I really did like your team. So Thank I'm you. interested to see how it turned out. Mm -hmm. Let the let the court of public opinion make their make their decision, and uh, I will I will uh, you know accept the results. Whatever whatever happens. All right. Well, awesome. We'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds great. This past Saturday, the NBA announced their finalists for all their major awards, MVP, Rookie of the Year, Most Improved Player, Defensive Player of the Year, Sixth Man, and Coach of the Year. Uh, and as always, there were a couple of guys left off the list that should have made it. Um, and then there were you know, just a couple surprises of guys that really uh, came out of nowhere. But I'm going to go through all these major awards, talk about the finalists, talk about a guy that they left off the list, uh, and then I'll give my personal vote for who I think should win the award, and then I'll say who I think will get voted into the award. So there's going to be two totally different trains of thought there, as well as an additional candidate that I thought should have made the list. So first up, we've got uh, MVP, and that's Giannis Antetokounmpo, James Harden, LeBron James. So obviously three of the best players at their, uh, in the league, really, yeah, especially at their position. Um, and, it, and it's difficult when you look at the way that this was split. Um, I think a guy that should have made the team or should have made the uh, finalist category, it's probably Luka Doncic. You look at it, 29 points, led the league in triple doubles. Just had a monster game last night uh, against the the Bucks. a big win for the Mavericks. Um, and he was really the driving force behind their success. I know team success is probably going to be a knock on him, but anytime you score you know, 29 points, 7-7, seven and seven, uh, those are some good numbers. Um, the guy I think that should win the award, uh, in my personal opinion, it's got to be LeBron. I think we've he's missed a couple years. You know, voter fatigue is very real in these MVP votings, um, and and he's basically been an afterthought. But he's been playing so well. You know, it's really not his fault. It's not on him whatsoever. Um, but he's missed a couple years. But you look at team success. You look at his numbers. Playing some of the best basketball of his life. Staying healthy. Um, I really think he should deserve to win it. But ultimately, I think it's going to be Giannis. I think he's going to go back to back. The numbers are there. Team success. It's all set up. Uh, and ready to go for him, unfortunately, because I really do think um, that that LeBron should be, you know, recognized for his sustained success, especially in, what is it, year 34, or age, year season 17, age 34. Uh, next up is Rookie of the Year. We've got John Morant, Kendrick Nunn, Zion Williamson. Uh, I, I have an issue with Zion being on here. I think there should be a games limit. I know he dominated when he played, but you just got to... I feel like you have to meet a, th a certain threshold um, of, of games played to be in that conversation. I think a guy who could easily take his place, R.J. Barrett, um, was pretty respectable, 14 points, like five rebounds, uh, somewhere in that range. Um, and he, he played a lot of minutes. He played the full season. But the guy I think should win the award is John Morant, and the guy uh, that I think is going to get the award, unfortunately, I think will be Zion Williamson. Um, obviously, he played extremely well, and it's, it's not a knock on him. It's just games played. You know, I think John Morant, held a sustained success. He put the Grizzlies in this playoff race that they're battling for uh, with the eight seed right now. Um, and the, the Pelicans just got eliminated today um, with their with the Trailblazers win over the 76ers. 
so it's it's a it's a tough. I don't know. There's a lot of hype around Zion, um, but they really just can't seem to to put it together. Uh, next most improved player, we got Bam Adebayo, Luka Doncic, Brandon Ingram. Um, were three candidates, and then a guy I think really could have been a strong candidate to win the whole thing is Devontae Graham. So his minutes increased by 21, increases three-point percentage by almost 10%, two more rebounds, five more assists, and 14 points. He was really shouldering the load. I mean, not a lot of, of wins for the Hornets, but Devontae Graham is turning into uh, a borderline all-star. And he went from a rotational player to a, a borderline all-star, which is very, very impressive. Um, the guy who... I mean, Brandon Ingram, he got a lot better uh, percentage-wise. 20% increase in free throw percentage, 5% from three, uh, and scored f- about five more points. This, the rest of the stats were relatively the same. Uh, the most impressive that's on this candidate list, I mean, obviously we talked about Devontae Graham, but Luka Doncic played less than, or had two less than two more minutes per game this season, added eight points, three, three assists, and 1.5 rebounds more. He went from a borderline all-star to a borderline MVP candidate, which is, the the best jump we've seen as far as you know that talent goes he's a he's a full-blown superstar and he's got the mavericks in the playoff race um and then the last guy bam out of bio who's been very impressive uh once he he took over as the starting center played 11 more minutes this season uh scored seven more points grabbed three more rebounds and uh dished out two more assists um the guy i think should win the award and the guy that will win the award probably lines up it's going to be Luka Doncic for both I think you you look at his his growth um where he's got the Mavericks and his ability to take over games now 30 point triple doubles with ease he had I think 19 assists last night only two turnovers um and that's really a show of of what he's done um next up is defensive player of the year Anthony Davis Giannis Antetokounmpo Rudy Gobert and this is a tough one because I mean how do you quantify defensive success I mean steals and blocks are, are easy um, do you do you hustle points count? Uh, you know, lockdown defense. How do you what do you put the numbers on? You know, you look at real plus minus, um, all that sort of thing. Defensive plus minus. But a guy I'm going to add here just because I love the way he plays. He's got serious intensity on the defensive side of the ball. It's Marcus Smart. Um, I think he should be in the conversation. He's one of the best um, defenders. You know, you could add Patrick Beverly onto this list too. But guards just don't really seem to win it all that often. Um, but the guy I think that's going to win this award, it's probably going to be uh, Giannis. I think it's close, Giannis, Rudy Gobert. Um, I mean, really, all three of them. Uh, this is the toughest one to predict because, like I said, it's hard to quantify that sort of success. But, um, yeah, I'm going to go with Giannis on this one. He, uh, he'll he go MVP and Defensive Player of the Year in the eyes of uh, the NBA. Two more here. we got six-man, Montrez Harrell, Dennis Schroeder, Lou Will. Um, two Clippers, interesting. Uh, I, I think Dennis Schroeder said something about that on his Instagram post. Um, or uh, commented on the the finalist awards like wait isn't it six man how can I be how can I be going up against guys from the same team um, but a guy I think that got left off the list and is a very key piece to his team success is Goran Dragic so he, he kind of had to take a backseat a little bit this year and he's done so effortlessly um, and he's really provided a spark for the heat off the bench uh, and I think he's got to be in that conversation for for six man um, but I think the guy that wins it um, I think Lou will he'll do it again you know, whatever career career six man, which is good. He's carved out a role for himself, but um, I think he goes he goes again. And then finally, coach of the year, we got Mike Budenholzer, Billy Donovan, Nick Nurse, um, three really good candidates. You look at uh, what they've done, but I feel like a, a guy who could have easily been on this list too, Frank Vogel. I mean, sure, he has LeBron, he has AD, but you got to put that together. You got to keep him healthy, keep him satisfied. Um, the first seed in the in the toughest conference, it's got to count for something. But I think the guy that wins Coach of the Year um, and the guy that 
that that will win it uh, in my mind and the eyes of the NBA. It lines up here again. Billy Donovan. I mean, you look at the the Thunder were a projected lottery top five team, um, and and Billy Donovan's really turned it around. He's used that three guard play of Shea Gilgis, Chris Paul, and Dennis Schroeder to perfection, and it's they're one of the they're one of those sneaky teams. You know, really good defenders, um, and they could pull off a first round upset and really push. Uh, the the Lakers or Clippers, whoever they catch in the second round, to to their limits. Um, so there is the award predictions, um, and I may throw these up on Instagram too, just so we can get a an idea about um, you know, or we can compare for for the future if I if I'm right or not. Um, but here we go. We're going to get into part six of the divisional power rankings, and so which is the third best division in in football, and that's the AFC North. So you look at this list top to bottom. I mean, the Ravens were very successful. Browns had a lot of hype, didn't live up to it. The Steelers were struggling with Big Ben and his injury um, and, and weren't able to put anything meaningful uh, and, and a playoff push last year. And then the Bengals are, you know, the Bengals. Um, but this year, it, it's going to roll out that same way. I think the, the Bengals, I've got them finishing 4-12. and 12. I think Joe Burrow is going to help a little bit, but they really need to improve that offensive line. And it doesn't matter how many receivers they get. Um, they're going to struggle if they if they can't keep Joe Burrow upright. Um, so, yeah, I've got them going 4-12. and 12. The Steelers, don't trust Big Ben. Uh, I, I, he's just, there's too much of a risk. He's coming back from a crazy injury, one that nobody's faced before. Um, but I think the defense is far and away good enough to, to keep him in a lot of games. I've got him going eight and eight and again, narrowly missing out on the playoffs. Uh, and the Browns, I've, I've gotten a lot of flack for the Browns and, and my love for him, but you look at another tight end in Austin Hooper, they really shored up that tackle play in uh, Jedrick Wills on the left side, Jack Conklin on the right. Stefanski is going to light it up this year using Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Baker Mayfield, OBJ, Jarvis Landry, uh, the aforementioned Austin Hooper and, and David Njoku. There's just so many playmakers. Um, and then defensively, you've got some really good guys in Miles Garrett and Denzel Ward. I've got them going 11-5 and five and, and taking the five seed, getting that, um, that first wild card spot. And then finally, I think the Ravens are going to do it again. Um, as Adam said earlier on this podcast, J.K. Dobbins is going to be uh, a baller for the Ravens and and a, just another weapon for Jim Harbaugh to use. Uh, and and I think that that they're going to go 12-4, and four, uh, and that'll be good enough for the lose the tiebreaker to the Chiefs, spoiler, um, but I've got them being the two seed in the AFC. Uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, we're going to get a lot more content out like this. Sports are coming back. Football is coming back. There's a lot to talk about. Um, and, and be sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed what you listened to. Give us a follow on Instagram at Podcast or on Twitter at PodcastNGL. And we're going to have a ton of more interviews uh, and, and analysis and all that good stuff coming for you real soon. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>